Welcome to the Ask Philip podcast. Today, along with John Thurman of Axis Financial, Philip talks about, does your work give you a paycheck if you're disabled? What does disability insurance cover? What are the different types of coverage? And disability insurance coverage for business owners. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. All right. It is September 13th, 2021. Um, I'm enjoying Mondays. Mm-hmm. I got John back. Today, we're going to talk about what's what happens if you lose your paycheck because you are unable to work because of health reasons, which is like, like I think, what's the, what's the stats, John? You're three times more likely to become disabled than you are to die. Yeah, for for sure. Yeah, you know, people people are great about protecting their their life or having life insurance, but not that great about protecting their income, which is probably more important. And and and, and let's walk through. So a lot a lot of times, um, people will get the benefits package at work, and they'll have health insurance, and they'll have a bunch of other stuff that they don't really understand or don't don't know what they have. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like me included, I still don't fully know the benefits of you know like what my wife has. Um, I mean, I, you know, I got a gist of it, but, right. you know, um, but a, a lot of times people say, oh yeah, I have disability insurance at work, but won't, can, go, you know, can you go ahead and explain like what disability insurance is, what people typically have through work, you know, what you see other clients do to close any gaps they have. Yeah. yeah I mean, essentially the, the two schools of people are going to be, you know, those that are W2 employees that you know, work for an employer that provides disability insurance. And then there's going to be obviously the other group that are self-employed or 1099 that don't have any income protection or any disability. So for those that do have disability insurance, there's going to be short-term and long-term disability. Disability can pay a maximum of 60% of your income. So, you know, no matter what you're making, um, it's going to pay 60% unless there's a cap, you know, so for example, if someone's making half a million dollars a year, um, they're not going to pay them $250,000 a year or $300,000 a year in income, there's typically a cap, a monthly cap. A lot of times that's $10,000 a month. So for anybody that's a high income earner, you know, you, you would want to look into some type of uh, additional disability coverage to supplement that. Um, and then it's, it's divided into two categories. It's short-term and long-term disability. Short-term is going to be uh, typically starting at week one or week two, and then going to, uh, well, depending on how long it's set up for, but oftentimes um, six months would be 26 weeks. And then your long-term disability would kick in from six months to sometimes one year, sometimes five years, two years. It really just depends on how your coverage is structured at work. And so, uh, and you kind of joked about your wife and, you know, knowing a general idea, but not knowing all the details. And typically I would say you fall into most, the category of most people. Sometimes people don't know anything about it. And sometimes people know, you know, a vague idea, but the most common thing is people don't know a lot about it until they actually go to use it. And then that's usually when it's not ideal, right? Cause you're now you're in the middle of it. Now you're trying to figure out how you're going to pay bills. So yeah, the, the, the conversations we usually have with folks is, um, 
you know, making sure that you understand the coverage you have so that you understand what you do and don't have. Um, and then our goal is to provide options to supplement that. Yeah, no, uh, awesome. Man. It, it, and it's one of the ones where what, what they say, every everybody uh, has a plan till you get punched in the face. <laughs> and it goes out the window. <laughs> That's how I think about, you know, just insurance, disability insurance in general. Everybody's like, you know, hey, you know, uh, I'm cool. Like, I think we'll be good until you actually need the money. Because, I mean, right. I've, I've in the last year, you know, I have a, a, a you know, a cousin who became disabled uh, and, and, and from a car accident and still is not able to work, you know. And I even thought about myself. It was, you know, me doing Muay Thai and training. I was, um, you know, I was doing like clinch. It was kind of like stand-up wrestling. And uh, I guess I didn't stretch enough or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so my shoulder just was bothering the heck out of me. And like for two days, I couldn't even really sit in front of a computer and work. And I was like, dang, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because because my job, I tend to think, man, there's not much that can take me out. Right. But, um, um, you know, at that point, I was like, man, I'm glad I, I, I had disability insurance. But um, but it's one of them deals where, you know, you don't really think about it until you need it. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, a lot of the conversations I have with folks is, um, especially as someone in your case that, you know, runs their own business, they, they often think, oh, you know, even if I was going through cancer, I could work from a laptop in the hospital. And, you know, the reality is, yeah, could you do a little bit of work or could you, could you sign a paper that you're whoever brings in, you know, but the reality is, is if you're sick and you're in the hospital and you're throwing up, you know, just because you can work or you have the ability to work in a a limited capacity, um, two things. Does that mean that you want to work? And even if you could work, are you going to be as efficient as you are being healthy and able-bodied and, you know, able to meet with clients and build your business and keep putting things in the pipeline, you know? Um, And the reality is no. And so that's why a lot of times, you know, having some income, you know, and obviously I think people, they're used to living on 80, 90, hundred percent of their income. Um, and mm-hmm. so if you, even with a disability plan, it's only going to cover 60% of your income. And so uh, it is going to uh, cause you to have to make some changes in your life. But uh, I tell people this all the time. I mean, it's, it's a whole lot better to have 3000 or 5,000 or whatever thousand coming in than no thousand. And uh, okay. you know, when you get sick or hurt um, and we were, I was in a situation where, we had supplemental and ancillary type coverage. So it wasn't just based on income. It was based on event. You know, the more things you go through being in the hospital, going through surgeries, you know, going through medical related things, it's going to pay you a set amount, kind of, kind of like the Affleck type concept. And uh, when my son was sick, he was diagnosed with leukemia. Um, he didn't miss any work, right? He was one years old and, but I missed a bunch of work. And so, you know, sometimes even from an income standpoint, it's not just about replacing your income. It's about bringing in money when you're sick or hurt, regardless of it being you sick or your kids or your your spouse. You know, a lot of times people only have coverage on the primary earner or the breadwinner. And that's why it's so important to have life insurance on your spouse, even if they're a stay-at-home mom, uh, and to have coverage in place that covers the whole family that even if your wife gets sick or kids get sick or spouse, whoever is the one that stays home, you know, that it's good to have income coming in, you know, in those situations. And so we had a policy that paid us about sixty four thousand while he went through chemo. And it was a lifesaver. I mean, it really made a huge difference in my ability to not stress out and be able to take off and take time to, you know, be with him and also just taking him back and forth to the hospital and doing that long drawn out process. So, you know, we, when we talk about loss of income, we typically talk about both sides of it. 
and mm-hmm. having something to replace the income, but also something to help with the additional expenses and medical cost, and maybe replace your income, even if you're not the one that's off work because of your specific disability. And and, and you hit on a topic that I think is important because a lot of folks tend to think when you start talking about insurance, they start thinking about um, like rising costs and right. Cause they, they, they first think, well, it's probably not going to happen to me. And then they think, mm-hmm. I don't want another bill. Right. And then mm-hmm. they think, but I know I need it, but those two overwhelmed, so they never actually take action. But mm-hmm. you, you kind of said something without saying it is like, there's lots of different ways to get coverage. Right. I think, you know, there's no one solution fits all. It's like, Hey, if you have a budget and, and you can't, you know, fully afford all the coverage you think you might want, right. You can, something's better than nothing. And you can continue mm-hmm. to kind of just build on top of that. Is that. Yeah, that, for sure. That the case? And, the, and, and the reality is, is coverage is, you know, in, in a lot of cases, not that expensive. I mean, you know, we, depending on your situation, depending on your income, you know, obviously if somebody's a really high income earner, it's going to take more money to replace that you know, income, it's going to take a bigger policy. Right. But, you know, uh, even if it comes down to where our goal is just to replace your mortgage or pay your utilities or whatever, you know, handful of bills that you have to have in order to survive, then it alleviates a lot of pressure that you at least have the core stuff covered. Mm -hmm. Maybe you've got to totally change your lifestyle and, you know, totally change the way you, uh, you know, go about living and not eating out and all the, whatever the, the fun things that we do. But, uh, you know, if you're in a situation where you're sick or hurt and now you're having to pull from 401ks and liquidate your savings and, you know, and obviously some of those things like a savings or emergency fund are in place for that reason. But um, it's when you start getting, when you start eating in assets and obviously you, you, I'm sure you've seen this in the past, you know, where something uh, unforeseen happens and it completely derails somebody's retirement plan. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of this stuff that we talk about, life insurance is important. Obviously life insurance is tragic and, and often very sudden. And a large life insurance policy can make, you know, uh, a complete difference in someone's life as far as the surviving spouse. But people, like you said, that what is it, three times more likely, you know, for you to have a, an a issue that would cause a disability, you know, people's greatest asset is their ability to make money. So if you're either gone, you pass away and you don't, you're not there to help keep your family afloat. Or if you, even worse, I think, is when you're disabled because now you're there living in it. And you have to experience how bad it's going to be for your family by not having a backup plan. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's essentially what we do is, you know, whether you're self-employed and you don't have any other backup sources of income, uh, we can talk about traditional disability that pays based on, you know, the more or the longer you're off work uh, medically necessary and you're you're not able to do what you're, you've been doing and it's designed to replace income in that 60% or if it's the ancillary type products, the supplemental stuff that is designed to bring an extra cash when you're sick or hurt. And then that's on the self-employed side. And then on the, you know, W2 or employed side, most often we find that people just don't understand their coverage and they don't understand how limited it can be. So, you know, we talk to people about either supplementing what their coverage um, is going to cover or the uh, way that it's set up is that you can um, basically supplement the the percentage loss that they're they're not making up to the sixty percent, or you can um, do the ancillary side where you have the extra money coming in to pay for each event, days in the hospital, surgeries, treatments, so that you have extra cash coming in. It's not considered income, um, and then obviously making sure that they have enough long term disability because 
getting you through a short period of time is one thing, but making sure that you have coverage from now till retirement is a huge part of it as well. Because if you go through something, my dad had a stroke and he was permanently disabled. Um, not only was he not able to work, but he, he wasn't able to speak. I mean, it was, he was pretty bad off. And that's a situation where it happened before he was uh, at retirement age. So he still had you know medical costs. He still had his health insurance costs and all these other expenses involved. And then he was missing out on income. And so a disability insurance would be huge in that kind of situation. If you had something that if you had an issue at 40 or 50, that you'd have 20 or 30 more years of income coming in. That is uh, all good stuff, man. Matter of fact, when we, when we sign off, I'm about to I'm about to reevaluate reevaluate our disability insurance. <laughs> All right, because it's been a while. But so, if anybody's interested in, in you know uh, getting a no cost, no obligation review of their uh, disability or life insurance policy, which which I think is helpful, right? Because you've you've done so many of these that you could say, hey, you know, give me your benefits book or your paycheck stub. I can give you an idea of what you have and what your you know some options. And um, that's no cost, no obligation, no commitment. Um, so if anybody's interested with in that, what's the best way to reach you? Yeah, yeah, I'd be happy to do that. And you know, a lot of times we we're able to tell someone, hey, the situation you're in is great. You know, I think it just gives people peace of mind that they've reaffirmed that they're in the right situation, they've got the right coverage set up. And so even if they don't make any changes, that they have at least looked at it and they've, you know, been confirmed that they're doing the right thing. Good way to get a hold of me is my email is John J O N at AxisFin, A-X-I-S-F-I-N.com, short for Axis Financial, or the website is AxisFinancial.com, or my office line is 817-618-3369. Enjoy your week, and I look forward to next week. All right. Thanks, Philip. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.